0: All I can say is, like, I've never made a better decision in my entire life than to go plant-based. Like, it's helped every aspect of my life. Like, my, like my skin cleared up. Like, my running improved drastically. Like, I'm stronger than I've ever been. Um, like, I care so much about, like, I'm more compassionate about, like, everyone like all animals like people it's like made me so much more like calm and like confident and just like so much more secure with like who I am just because I'm like at peace with like every decision that I make every day whether it's like what I'm eating or like just my my entire mindset everything just came together and just like caring about the environment and the animals and my health. It's just, it's the best thing you can do for yourself.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Eat Cream, Make Cream podcast. Uh, if it's your first time, welcome to the Eat Cream, Make Cream podcast. I appreciate you checking it out. Um, I am Pat McCauley, as always. Um, before I give the intro, just want to do um, say, which I've never said before um, on the podcast—almost 100 episodes in here. Um, but if you follow it regularly, um, if you or you just like this episode, um, if you're on iTunes or Google or Spotify or SoundCloud, um, if you would just write a write a review or. Uh, Subscribe or give it a like or whatever the different platforms uh, have you do. um, I'd appreciate that. It just helps more people to uh, find the show, to um, hear our guest stories and and my story. And I don't get paid for the podcast. You know, this is something I do in hopes of reaching people and bettering people's lives. So appreciate it if you do that, if um, subscribe. Comment, share, that sort of stuff. Appreciate it. Uh, This week's episode is with Caroline Cleary. So Caroline is a Boston-based personal trainer, uh, model, artist. Um, She is awesome. We connected uh, a month or two ago uh, via Instagram, uh, fellow plant-based Bostonian doing some cool stuff. Um, and she was nice enough to come on the show. Uh, So we talk about Caroline's upbringing as an athlete um, and her athletic career um, as a swimmer throughout college, Um, her experience post-college in um, sort of a typical corporate environment. Um, She worked for Coca-Cola for a few years. How she was then able to make the jump to pursuing work more in line with her passions and what she's doing now and art and modeling and fitness. Um, How a documentary sparked a transition to uh, a plant-based lifestyle. How a plant-based lifestyle has impacted her health, her performance, and all kinds of other things. Um, How she's overcome some of the social pressures around food, um, which I think is a big one. Um, I think it's the reason... The majority of people don't eat better. Um, And why going plant based was the best decision of her life um, and all kinds of other stuff. Um, This was a great, great chat. Uh, Caroline's just a force. She's just one of those people, you know, it doesn't matter what she's doing, like she's going to be a beast at it. You know, she just has that drive. She has that kind of like athletic give me a goal and I'm going to freaking destroy it. Um, which I love and totally relate to. Um, Yeah, she's just a a strong, um, confident woman Um, doing some really cool stuff here um, in Boston and beyond. And uh, yeah, she's powered by plants. She's powered by plants, folks. Um, Anyway, I'll let her tell the rest. Uh, Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed uh, getting to know her. Um, Make sure you follow her on Instagram and beyond, uh, because she's great. Without further ado, the incredible Caroline Cleary. Related, is your All right, Caroline.
0: Hi. <laughs>
1: we are in, are we, we're in Somerville, I think. Yeah. Diesel Cafe in Somerville. I figured it was somewhat of a middle ground between North Shore and South Shore. Yep. You're coming from up in Marblehead. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to think when I first came across you on Instagram, but probably within the past couple months, saw Mm -hmm. the whole vegan connection and saw the athletic connection and just what you're up to now. Yeah. Um, Thought it was interesting. Thought it was cool. Um, Shot you a DM and here we are.
0: Here we are. Simple as that. The power
1: of Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Right?
0: And this is my first podcast, so I love that. Forgive me if I stumble over my words. No, or something. <laughs> no, no
1: worries at all. I like I like when we have first time podcasters on. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, I figured we could just start with some basic, sort of like background, so that I can get to know you, number one, and, and the listeners yeah. can get to know you. Um, yeah. All Hit right. Wherever so, you want to start.
0: Okay. Um, I'll start from way back. Um, so I grew up in Marblehead, as you said. Um, I grew up as a swimmer, competitive swimmer, pretty much, starting from, like, age five. So I've always been an athlete.
1: Yeah, like, how competitive are we talking? Like...
0: I mean, I didn't make it to the Olympics or anything, but I, I swam, like, twice a day. Before I went to high school, I'd be in the pool at 5 a.m. Yeah. And then I'd go to school all day, and then I'd go to practice again another two hours, Um, Swim meets on the weekends, all day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
1: So it was something you were, like, seriously pursuing? Like, if you could have made the Olympics, like...
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I always had a dream to be in, like, the 2018 Olympics or whatever. Um, Yeah. But that never happened. (laughs) Obviously, I'm here. Um, Yeah, but I was pretty competitive, and I didn't always, like, love it, but... I didn't really think I had a choice for some reason when I was younger. Like, I just did whatever my parents told me to do. Yeah, totally. And they wanted me to be an athlete, and swimming kind of just took over.
1: Were they swimmers? Were your parents swimmers? No.
0: um, My mom was a runner. She ran at UMass, and my dad played soccer at UMass. Mm. So, both athletes. Yeah. Um, So they always told me, like, you can do whatever you want, but you have to do something, and then... I don't know why I picked swimming because it's like the hardest, most like time consuming, (laughs) like physically and mentally. I think it's the most difficult sport there is Mm. besides maybe like running track. Mm. It's kind of the same mentality. Um, You have to be really self-disciplined. Totally. Um, Yeah. So then I went to Providence College. I swam there. I got recruited. Um, It was pretty intense. It's no, a is that D1? D1 yeah, yeah, D1, yeah. Yeah, so D1 Athletic's pretty intense. Um, I mean, same kind of thing. I was swimming at 5 a.m. for yeah. at least two hours, and then I'd go to class all day. Um, and then I'd go back in the afternoon, swim another two hours. Yeah. Swam like four miles, no, more than that, several miles a day. Yeah. Which is a lot in the pool when you're swimming. Yeah. Mm. Um, And then I'd travel a lot for swim meets, and um, it was a lot of pressure because the swim team had a reputation to have the highest GPA on campus out of all the sports teams. Oh, my God. So, like, the captains were always, like, checking in on our grades. Um, So if we were below, like, a three-something, like, we were in trouble because it was dragging down our team GPA, (laughs) Yeah. and you didn't want to be that person.
1: Yeah, what were you studying there?
0: Um, So I started as an art major. Um, Yeah, I'm also into art. I do, like, my main medium is black and white charcoal. Um, That's my favorite. I just love black and white. But I can do, like, I can paint. I can do color and everything. Very cool. What do you
1: mean by charcoal? I'm, like, art. (laughs) I don't know anything about it.
0: So it's, like kind of like pencil only it's much darker it's like jet black and it's like very smudgy so you can use your fingers or you can use a blender Um, Cool. so I still kind of do that on the side just for fun Um, it just takes me forever to complete something because I'm such a perfectionist and everything I do is like super detail oriented Mm -hmm. I'll show you some of my work after this but um, yeah so I started as an art major and then for some reason, I decided I wanted to go into business and I wanted to make a lot of money. Um, I guess because everyone told me that's the right thing to do. Um, yeah. So. The, so
1: we graduated around the same time too, yeah. and it's like I feel like 2012 was like the era where like the being an entrepreneur entrepreneurs cool thing like yeah. was just starting with all like the apps and things like that that were coming out of the time yeah. at least that's how I like first started in entrepreneurship I saw like you know like people starting Facebook and like things like that like all that was happening kind of like when we were you know in college yeah. yeah
0: I remember that's when I kind of first discovered Instagram and yeah Facebook had been around since high school but right right Instagram was just starting and it was like so exciting yeah <laughs> Um, so you go business. So I went to marketing. I switched. Um, and then I was going to do an art minor, but I was, like, a few credits short. And it wasn't really worth it for me to take extra classes my senior year. And I, I was already busy enough with swimming and everything. And I just wanted to have fun. So, yeah, I, uh, I graduated in 2012. And... I got a job pretty quickly um, with Coca-Cola, which is shocking to <laughs> a lot of people that know me, at least like through Instagram, and see that I'm all about health and fitness and, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just happy to have a job and to have an income. Um, and I only applied because my aunt worked for them. Mm. Um, so that was just the first offer I got. So I took it. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, a salary, like health benefits. Yeah, right. Working in Boston, this is so cool. I'm an adult.
1: (laughs) And you're doing like marketing stuff for them or?
0: Yeah, um, I was an account manager. So it was like sales and marketing. Yeah. So I had like all the hospitals in the Longwood Medical Area of Boston. And I had a lot of the colleges like Northeastern and Boston Children's Hospital were my two biggest accounts. Mm. So I was walking around all day. It was like outside sales, so at least I wasn't sitting at a yeah, desk. Yeah, getting,
1: getting Coca-Cola to people in hospitals. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's, oh my God.
0: Yeah, and I I realized all that like two years in, like how hypocritical it was and how just terrible. I started to feel terrible about yeah, what I was yeah, doing. Yeah. I was literally selling sugar to cancer patients. Yeah. Cause I had Dana Farber too. Wow. So I would go in there and like write their orders and I'd order like a Coke classic, a diet Coke, a Sprite, a Fanta. And it's like, what am I doing? I'm filling these coolers with like crap. Yeah. And people don't even know, like these people with cancer are coming into the cafeteria and buying all this and drinking it and not even knowing, like it's not helping them overcome their illness. Mm. It's making it worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I stayed there for four years at that company, and it was probably, like, two years too long. Um, at the two-year mark, I, I started running into some problems. I mean, I started realizing, like, I didn't enjoy what I was doing anyways. Um, but, so I was, like, I was performing at, like, the top level because that's just how I operate. I have to be, like, the best at everything I do. Um, so, I was doing amazing, like I was getting the sales results. Uh, my accounts were performing like better than everyone else's, but I think that created like a lot of maybe like jealousy towards other people that were working with me at the company mm. um, so i wasn't i wasn 't treated very well there yeah after like the first two years were pretty good. then there were some changes in management <laughs> um, and people that were working alongside me started to report me to HR for like ludicrous accusations like left and right I was in HR like every week for something crazy and it wasn't due to my performance at all because I was doing amazing um it it all started when someone accused me of getting preferential treatment from my aunt who was my boss's 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 boss and I literally never saw her so it was like hilarious like it, it was a joke um, and then after that, like, it was crazy. I got accused of wearing pants that were too tight at a meeting. Someone reported mm-hmm. me for that. It was, and it just got yeah. to a point where it was, like, humiliating and, like, embarrassing. And it was a toxic environment. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I started, like, realizing, like, there's more to life than making money working in the corporate world. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So, I had this like huge life change, like, I think this was like two years ago now, and everything happened like within a time span of like two months. Um, I quit my job and I had like pretty much no plan. I just knew that I had to like get myself out of that situation because yeah. it was really taking a toll on my health. Mm. Like I was having like panic attacks. I was like, totally. Even yeah. just
1: like even just like the waking up every day and yeah. just going to something you dread. Yeah, like that alone. I don't care if you're eating perfectly and exercising. Like that mm-hmm. alone will just grind you
0: down. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And like the commute was really getting to me. Yeah. Like, Were from, you coming
1: from Marblehead? Yeah. Wow. And yeah. It,
0: it really should only take like a half hour to yeah. get there. No. But <laughs> no, it would take two yeah. hours. Yeah, and,
1: same thing from the South Shore. It's yeah. like, you, and it's getting worse. Yeah.
0: yeah, and, like, God forbid, they ha- they closed down a lane on the Tobin Bridge like they're doing right now. Like, Barber, so what is with that? It's always closed, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and nothing changes. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll take, like, over two hours. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and it's only, like, 14 miles. Mm. <laughs> um, so that played a big part in it, too. And, yes, I could have moved to the city, but um, I was focused on saving money. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I quit. I gave my two weeks' notice. Pretty much no plan. Um, decided to get certified as a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. My mom's a personal trainer, so that was a small influence. Yeah. Um, and I signed with my modeling agency. I'm with Maggie on Newbury Street.
1: Yeah. How did that happen? So to somebody yeah, that's, that's like, all right, story. how do how do like I get signed? Like yeah.
0: Um, it kind of just fell into my lap like I always dreamt of being a model because I grew up watching America's Next Top Model and I, yeah, yeah. I would like practice my runway walk while I was watching the show and um, but I never thought I could actually be a model because I'm only 5'6 and I'm not like I thought you had to be like 6 feet tall 100 pounds yeah and that, but that's only like one part of modeling that's like the runway models and like high fashion right there's totally. like this whole other part of modeling I had no idea existed like, you can be a fitness model, mm. you can do, like, commercial stuff, like, girl next door, like, cute, whatever. You don't need to be tall for that. You just need to be, like, semi-attractive and, like, know yeah. how to, like, pose and move your body, which I didn't know how to do at first, but you learn. Yeah. Um, so how it happened for me was I was working out at the gym that I always go to in Salem, um, and this girl, Brooke, was the, uh, the creative director at Puma, and they were looking for a model, like, last minute. Someone had to be local because they needed yeah. them, like, the next day. Um, so she came up to me, and she's like, do you model? Like, we need someone, and we like your look. You're kind of like I what do we're know. looking yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, I mean, not really. I've done, like, little local things here and there, but no, I don't yeah. really model. She's like, whatever, it's fine. We need someone. You're perfect. So I did this Puma photo shoot for like my first thing and it was yeah. like this huge shoot um with this like really famous photographer Gary Land. Gary Land? Yeah, you know I, I know Gary. He actually has an office in Quincy. Oh really? In Quincy, yeah. I on know. the South Shore. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he lives yeah. in
1: Situate. He lives in Situate on the South Shore. Yeah, I,
0: you know what? I went to his office for the fitting. I think it cool. was there. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was a really long. Yeah, Gary's the man. <laughs> yeah, he's man. so cool. He can like <laughs> he balanced a rower on his chin.
1: Yeah, he yeah he does ladders and all kinds yeah. of things on his chin. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I don't know
0: how he does that. Um, but yeah, so the shoot was so cool with him. Yeah, the, it was in like the dry dock area, of Boston. So like down by the water, uh-huh. they had me doing pull ups on scaffolding and like. All these crazy things, and then it started pouring rain, and I'm doing like skaters, like in the pouring rain. I'm freezing, but like the pictures came out awesome. And, yeah. Um. So then, after that, I, I saw um, a casting call for an Under Armour audition. Someone like tagged me in it on Facebook. Yeah. And they're like, you should go to this. It was at Boston Casting, um, and I was like, well. I mean, I guess I'm a model now, so I can do <laughs> yeah. this. Um, so I went to the casting, and they called me like the next day, and they were like, uh, "We we want you. Like we picked you." And then <laughs> I get the call sheet a few days later, and it said it was at my gym in Salem, which is so weird. I was like, "Wow, okay." What are the chances of that? This is the gym I go to. This is where my mom works. This is where I work out. Meant to be. Yeah, it was yeah. like, meant to be. Um, and then I get there, and Gary Land is there <laughs> again, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I saw you. I saw you made like the final cut." And I was like, "Oh, you gotta go with that girl. Like she can do anything you ask her to do." Yeah. Um. So my first two shoots: first is Puma, second is Under Armour, both with Gary Land. Yeah. So they that's in like, a
1: crazy like. Yeah. Gary Land shoots like tiger woods i know (laughs) he's legit and i had
0: no idea until after that i like looked him up and i was like what
1: that's crazy (laughs) so
0: they were like um why aren't you with an agency like you're doing all this like you're working for these cool companies doing photo shoots yeah and i was like i don't don't know what agencies are there i had no idea (laughs) what are the agencies in boston i didn't even know if there were any i thought it was just like new york and l.a Um, And they were like, oh, you got to get with Maggie. Um, And then one of my good friends, Bianca, is also a model with Maggie. And she was the other model um, for Under Armour that day. Mm -hmm. So she was like, oh, yeah, I'll hook you up. I'll get you in contact with Casey. Um, He is the manager there. Um, So I emailed him. He's like, yeah, come on in. So I went to meet with Casey, and he gave me a contract. And, yeah. now Very
1: cool. So... How does it all work? Just I'm personally just curious. Um, is it like a just per shoot sort of sort of deal, and and they just get you consistent shoots? Is that kind of the yeah. Idea? Um,
0: so there's a few people that work there, and I'll they'll send me emails um, asking like if I'm available for su- certain auditions or if they're gonna just submit my portfolio online, and um, it's like so I model for like what all different companies like, yeah whatever they need us for um so if they reach out to my agency and they're like we need like two girls with these looks the agency will send them like a big group of girls and then the um the company will pick who they want or like i'll go to an audition like i'm going to later today at slate casting and i'll have to like sometimes i'll have lines or sometimes i'll just like go in there and they'll ask me like questions like Mm. The other day, I went to one. They were looking for a runner, and so they just, like, asked me, like, do you run? Like, tell us about your running background. And um, and then, like, a few days later, they email you telling you if you're booked, and then you go to the shoot, and yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. And has it picked up for you?
0: Yeah. Um, at first, it was, like, pretty slow but yeah. it got busier and busier and now I'm like busier than ever like tomorrow I have three auditions and a photo shoot cool like, it's a lot of like racing around and yeah. like outfit changes for different auditions and shoots and like quick hair and makeup and I like live out of my car <laughs> yeah and do you enjoy it yeah I love it yeah it's a lot better than what I used to do I'm like <laughs> yeah. so much happier wow. yeah
1: and are you still training
0: yeah um so I freelance personal train. So cool. it's kind of like half personal training and half modeling for me right yeah. now. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so it's working out.
1: Sweet. Yeah. Sweet, very cool. So let's get into the, the plant-based vegan stuff. When yeah. does all this happen? And uh, yeah.
0: Um. So that also kind of happened around the time I quit Coca-Cola and um, became a personal trainer and signed with the agency. Um, I don't really know exactly, like how I started to figure out, like, what veganism was and how it kind of got on my radar, but I was, I was, like, aware of it, and I was interested, like, in the back of my mind for a while, like, even while I was at Coke, like, I, I still ate, like, chicken, but I, I had given up red meat back then, like, even in college, I had given up red meat just because I, like, heard it was unhealthy and, like, yeah. I wanted Th- That's to everybody's
1: first one, yeah. right? It's like red yeah. meat. Yeah. So
0: I still, like, ate chicken, and then I gave up chicken, and I was like, oh, I'll just be a pescatarian. Yeah. And then um, my cousin told me about what the health. Yeah. So I watched that, and, like, mind completely blown. Like, I, I was horrified. I yeah. had no idea any of this stuff was going on in the world with, like animal abuse and, like, the environment and, like, even, like, the health stuff. Like, I've always been really healthy and, like, I was always pretty health conscious and Mm. I thought I ate, like, the healthiest diet that I could, but... Same here. Yeah. yeah. Um, So after that, I was like, I'm going to just try this for two weeks and I can always go back if I start to feel, like, tired or, like, just, like, I'm deficient in something I can always go back do it for two weeks I'll survive and after two weeks I mean I I just remember I went out for this run and I felt so good like I had never felt so light and bouncy and like I could literally run all day and I was like why do I feel so good right now I have never felt like this and then I was like oh my god like I've been doing this vegan thing for two weeks like this must be it must be the food
1: totally you're you're telling like such a similar <laughs> story to me yeah um yeah unbelievable like the the first time I ran after like a few days yeah it was just like and I think like as an ex-athlete you're more aware of that yeah do you know what I mean um yeah yeah Big difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, as athletes, we're so in tune with our bodies. and
1: Yeah, you know how you're supposed to feel when you yeah. go out and exercise or run. Yeah. Most people, I don't think, do. So, yeah, it's just an added layer of, like, knowing how stuff affects your body. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was just, like, a feeling. Like, I can't even describe it. It was, like, running suddenly became, like... Easy, Mm. like enjoyable. And like, I've always been a runner, like along with swimming, but it was always like difficult to get through a run. Um, and I never thought I could go like more than, I think before that I had never done more than like a 10 miler, like a 10 K or yeah, like 10 miles. Um, but then that day I was like, I can totally run a marathon. I, I feel like I could run all day. Mm. (laughs) Um, and then I did. <laughs> <In a marathon. laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I've done three now. Wow.
1: Cool. Did you, have you
0: done Boston? Yeah, I did nice. it that god awful wow. year. Um, oh year my last. God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It was terrible. That was like, honestly the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole life. Yeah. Harder than any swim practice. Oh <laughs> yeah. And I've been through like some pretty painful athletic things yeah. with yeah. swimming. That was brutal. That was hard. And that was my third marathon. Yeah. Um, But it was way harder. I did New York and Chicago before that. Yeah. Way harder than that. Just because, like, I was soaking wet and freezing and, like, hypothermic before I even got to the starting line. Yeah. And I do these marathons with my mom, my aunt, and my cousin. Um, And this was the first time that I started with my mom because we're usually in different waves. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, supposed to be really exciting, but we were, like... I was, like, in tears. I was like, Mom, I don't know if I can do this. I'm so cold. Like, I, it's, I'm drenched. It was, like, downpouring the yeah. entire time. And it wasn't just the rain. It was, like, 30-something degrees, and it was whipping Windy. winds. yeah. Like, headwinds. Not even a side or at your back. Just fighting it the entire time. Yeah. And the hardest part about it besides being freezing was how heavy my clothes were. Mm. So I like thought I was doing the right thing by getting all bundled up and like wearing like layers on layers and the jacket and pants. And, um, I had like a headband on and a hat over it and, You almost want the opposite, right? Yeah. And (laughs) so after two seconds, I'm like drenched and it's just so heavy. Yeah. And I was like thinking the whole time, like, should I just like completely strip everything off and just toss it? Like, I don't know if I'd be any colder if I was like, if I had just a tank top on right now. Yeah. But I ended up just keeping it. And uh, yeah, that was probably dumb because it was just so heavy and it slowed me down. Yeah. And my shoes were like sludging like the whole time just full of water yeah and then at one point my shoe came untied and I my fingers like weren't working tie so him, I yeah. couldn't even tie my shoe I'm just running with a shoe falling off yeah but um you finished oh yeah I finished I was, <laughs> at a certain point I said to myself like I am either going to finish this or I'll die like I, I will die before I stop yeah I don't know, like, why, but <laughs> I just was so determined to make it, um, and I did, and cool, I was yeah. really surprised that my mom finished, she did, and my, my aunt and my cousin, we all finished, we all made it. Very cool. I think that had, like, the highest dropout rate of, like, history. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, history. yeah. And it's, like, unheard of, like, Des, Lyndon, the winner, she... Stopped to help Shalane Flanagan in the bathroom and still won. Like, you don't win the Boston Marathon when you stop when in the you bathroom. Stop, yeah, if, if you stop, period. Yeah. yeah totally. Because, like, all the – I guess, like, all the Kenyans, like, they're not used yeah. to running in the cold and the yeah. rain like that. So they all dropped out.
1: Yeah. So what are some – outside of the obvious athletic improvements, what else sort of changed for you in terms of, of food uh, and health?
0: Um, I mean, well – a big thing also with athletics was I I always had some sort of tendinitis and that just went away. It didn't go away right away. It, that took some time, but like it was always one thing after the next. Like it was my Achilles or like my knee or like my IT band, whatever. It's always something. And then gradually like the things hurting on my body like hurt a little less. And they started, like, coming up, like, less often. And now, like, I literally, like, knock on wood, I literally have not had anything in a year. Mm. (laughs) And I never thought that I'd see the day where I can just not worry about, like, my next injury. Yeah. (laughs) So I was always, like, thinking about something that was hurting on my body. And I was, like, not fully present in, like, the moment. Because I totally. was, like, my mind was always, like, thinking about this thing that was hurting on my body. But now, like, nothing. Like, I feel really good and, like, yeah, no injuries. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's crazy, yeah. I just did a, uh, this past weekend, did, like, a 30-mile race. Oh, yeah, I and, saw that. Uh, yeah, and I, like a few years ago that would be so ludicrous to me like not even a possibility yeah um and yeah same sort of thing like if i did that five years ago like i would have yeah my it like i would have had all kinds of knee problems and yeah. ankle problems and all this and now i just like like i ran again today like i'm hundred percent it's yeah. like so cool you yeah. know and it's just it's it's the plants Yeah, it's the plants, for sure.
0: And I haven't taken an Advil in, like, a year. I I don't even have any in my house anymore. Yeah. I used to pop them, like, vitamins. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) I used to have, like, I think back and I'm like, Jesus, like, what was I thinking? Yeah. But I used to just, yeah, just pop Advil all day. Yeah. Especially, like, I remember, like, when I played football in college, it was, like, four Advil before, four Advil at halftime, mm-hmm. four Advil after. It was just like, holy crap, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, cool. So what else?
0: Um, what else changed? So, I mean, I after I watched What the Health, obviously, I came to this realization that what we're eating, oh, my God, these are actually, like, animals that were once living. And I had no idea, how, like, how badly they were treated. And I guess, like, once you make the connection, like, between the food on your plate and, like, that they're actually living beings that are, like, like kind of like your dog. Like, yeah. they're, they have, like, personalities. And, like, like, pigs are as smart as dogs. Like, some people say they're even smarter. And, like, it just doesn't... It didn't make sense to me all of a sudden, like, how you can like think it's so terrible to hurt a dog but then like you like see these these cows and pigs and all these other animals are just being like slaughtered it's like it breaks my heart mm. and um like cows are supposed to live as, like for 15 years like as long as a dog and they're being slaughtered at like 6 months old Yeah, okay. like, viciously it's like horrifying mm. um yeah so saw that and what the hell and yeah. I had no idea about any of the environmental stuff either um, and I just started like learning more and more about this like it wasn't just that one documentary it was like I started like following more people on Instagram and mm. like just learning more about everything and it's just everything just connected and it all just came together for me
1: yeah what are for people that like this is new to can you give like some of the examples of some of the stuff you found like maybe other resources or documentaries or things like that
0: yeah um, so other than What the Health that seems to be like the biggest one to change people's minds Um, there's also Cowspiracy there's a bunch of them on Netflix and I've seen like all of them Um, what are they Uh, help me out here
1: Netflix ones yeah Um, there's I haven't
0: watched them in a while
1: There's uh, Forks Over Knives. Forks Over Knives. That's a big one. (laughs) That's the one I generally direct people to first.
0: Um, Earthlings. Yeah. There's a new Um, one out
1: called Heal. Have you seen that? That's really good. It's not all about plant-based, but it's more about, like, your body's ability to heal itself. Yeah, I've heard about that. You know, how your mind, body connection and all that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And then I follow... um, Plant proof on Instagram. Yeah, he is so helpful, Simon. Absolutely. I've learned so much from him. Yeah. Um, I'd love to meet him one day. Yeah. Maybe be on his podcast too. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, we'll we'll
1: give him a shout out in this episode. See if we can make it happen.
0: Yeah, and he's so cool. Like I DM'd him one time. Like I I don't remember what I said. I had like a question for him or something, and he responded. Like he he responds to everyone.
1: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's he's actually in the U.S. right now. Oh I yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's in New York or something. He's like recently. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's cool what he's doing too. He's getting yeah. like specifically like the best doctors and things like that yeah. to weigh in. And yeah, it's a good podcast.
0: Yeah, I love how he interviews the doctors because it's good to hear from like actual like professionals, not just totally. like, people on Instagram who you know totally. don't have medical degrees or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's interesting to see how many doctors are like changing their perspective on diet and everything because most doctors don't get nutritional like education in med school. Yeah. Totally. At least that's what they say. They even admit it. So, Yeah. Now mm-hmm. they're all like learning more about this and they're like advising their patients to try going plant-based and it's helping a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it seems so obvious like what you put inside your body affects your health. Yeah. But like that's just not the way we've grown up thinking yeah. you know outside of like the basic thought of like am I getting enough protein and calories like that's the only thought yeah you know and yeah it just like seems like such a simple connection that you know we've just lost lost touch with
0: we're just so like conditioned from when we're young to just eat meat it's just like a normal thing and we don't even think about like where it comes from how it gets to our plate like what effect this is having on our bodies and on the environment and like you know this was an actual living animal
1: yeah so how did how did like the family and friends respond when you like first did this having you know athletic parents were they like worried about you and things like that
0: yeah um At first, they were really skeptical. Um, I don't think they really knew much about this. Yeah. Um, And they were very critical of me, too. Like, we'd go out to dinner, and I would, like, not get meat, and everyone would be looking at me. Like, I have a really big family, and we're all, like, in the North Shore. And we go out to dinner a lot together. So at first, like, when everyone, like, realized what I was doing, they, like, I felt like such an outcast, like, I felt their eyes, like, burning into my soul, like, when I, like, ordered what I was ordering, and then when my food came, like, everyone's eyes would be on me, and the funny thing is, even now, like, I'll I'll order my, like, vegan dish, or if we're not at a vegan-friendly restaurant, like, there's always modifications you can ask for, so I'll get my thing, and then... Um, they'll, everyone will like just dart questions at me like you know just trying to like debunk everything that I'm like saying now um, and I never like bring it up because I don't want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable and I don't want to like be pushy and like I don't want to get into a debate with anyone like I know it's working for me and that's really all I care about and if anyone like comes to me and asks me like how they can do it or like if they have just have questions about it I'll gladly answer um, but I would I, I would never bring it up, like, at the dinner table. Yeah. Um, and I'm not looking at what anyone else is eating because I don't want to be that person.
1: Um, yeah, it's funny. It's funny, like, I used to get that when I first changed, too, and it's like, I don't give a shit what you're eating. Yeah. Why do you
0: care what I'm I eating? I And I'm over here, like, defending uh, myself. Yeah. And somehow I'm the bad person. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, conscious of what I'm eating. Yeah, it's like, I'm
0: not calling you out on eating, like, A dead animal? Yeah. Like, why are you... Like, what's wrong with me, like, not eating that? Yeah.
1: It's even worse for guys. Yeah. Like, when it comes to that, it's just like, you know... Yeah. A guy friends being like, oh, you pussy, and things like that, and it's just like, relax, you know? Yeah.
0: And the first question I always get is, well, where do you get your protein, of course? Yeah. well, um, plants actually have a lot of protein. People don't know that, but they do. (laughs) Um... Yeah. So there was a little
1: bit of a, a uh, little bit of a, some questioning going on at yeah. first. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, so usually, um, they'll be really critical. And then my dish uh, like comes and people want to try it. And everyone ends up saying, Oh, I should have got that. Like that looks so good. Yeah. Cause usually what I get is like really bright and colorful. Cause like vegetables are like yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, Yeah, so everyone ends up wanting what I order after I'm, like, answering all these questions and, like, defending what I ordered.
1: (laughs) Did have some of them over the past couple years, like, come around and get more interested in it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Some of them are still very critical. My grandmother, she's very old school, obviously. She's 80, so she doesn't understand. She's never, I'm just like... Yeah, my
1: grandmother (laughs) calls it vegan. She's (laughs) like, are you still doing that vegan thing?
0: (laughs) Mine calls it vegin'. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so
1: foreign to them
0: yeah. yeah um and then like some of my cousins were my age they're still a little critical of me uh-huh. um they've come around though they stopped asking so many questions because mm. they know they're not going to change me back i'm pretty set on this for life now this is like not a phase yeah um but my parents have totally come around my mom has gone almost completely plant-based like she eats plant-based probably like five four or five days a week yeah and the i think the only reason she hasn't gone fully plant-based is because my dad is like he's so like set in his ways and like old school italian like yeah he loves his like butter on his bread Mm. and he loves his cheese and he loves his steak and i don't think i'm ever gonna change him but there's I don't know. Here's hoping. <laughs> yeah. But my mom, I think, eventually will.
1: Yeah. Be. Yeah. It's cool how like, you know, when you're just the example too. It's like, you know, my family. I have a huge family too, and it's like, it's like, hey, I can run run circles around all of you. I'm stronger than all of you. Yeah. Like, I'm happier than a lot of you. I think yeah. I just have a good energy, you yeah. know, and I think people just naturally, after a while, they're like. Oh maybe this he isn't crazy with what he's eating you know yeah. it's like maybe there's something to this he you know looks great and whatever you know mm-hmm. so i think that's a big part of it for the family aspect is just like you're not going to change anybody till they're ready. And, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden you start getting text messages like, hey, you know.
0: Yeah, and it's <laughs> always the people that were most critical of you in the past who yeah. end up, like, yeah. sending you a text like, hey, like, yeah. I'm interested in going fan base." Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. What do you
1: think, like, so how did you sort of, like, maintain... You know, how did you like, how are you confident enough to like stick with it through all that? Because I feel like that is the reason most people don't do it is because they're in an environment or a family or a group of friends that most people from in my experience, they're not confident enough to say, hey, I'm doing this Mm -hmm. and I don't really care if when you're out, when we're out to dinner, you judge me or I don't like I, I don't care. Like, have you always had like a confidence in yourself like that, or?
0: Yeah, um, I have kind of. Well, I haven't always been like this. Um, I was very like insecure when I was younger, like in high school. I just wanted, like, I just did what my parents told me. I just wanted to be like a good kid and just do the right thing. And like, I went into the corporate world because like people told that's what me you're like, like to that's do. what you're supposed to do. You're <laughs> supposed to get good grades, graduate, get that corporate job. <clears throat> Um, but I don't know it was like at that point when, I, when everything changed for me you know I quit my job and I did all this other stuff um, that's like when I gained all this confidence and I realized like I don't have to do what everyone else is telling me to do like what made them the experts like all these people who are they <laughs> um, and I just decided that for the rest of my life I'm just gonna do what's right for me And that may not be the same thing that's right for other people. Um, You just have to, like, listen to your gut and just do what you're passionate about. And even if you don't know what that is, like, figure out what you love to do, what your passion is, and just do that. And don't listen to what anyone else tells you. And that's how you're going to be happy. Mm. Um, So, yeah, ever since then, I have just been much more confident and I don't care what anyone says and like people don't like what I'm doing then that's not my problem that's, that's their problem like <laughs> yeah. why do they care what I'm doing I don't care what they're doing yeah you just gotta do you
1: yeah totally all right Caroline I I'm hearing what you're saying I'll give this plant based thing a shot <laughs> what is step number one like if you could recommend one way for people to start heading in that direction wake up tomorrow morning what's the first thing they they should do
0: um i think it's different for everyone some people just go completely cold turkey (laughs) and then other people it takes like a while and it's gradual um i would start by maybe watching one of the documentaries Mm. for me what the health was the biggest one but other people say forks over knives some people say earthlings it's it really depends on like, you have to find a purpose. Like, why you want to do it? Is it for your health? Is it for your athletic performance? For me, that's that was my first like motivator because I wanted to be a better athlete. Um, other people, it's for the animals, and other people, it's for the environment. So figure out what drives you the most to do it. Why are you interested in it? And then let that be your purpose. And then definitely watch the documentary to learn more about it. And just, like, educate yourself. Um, Follow Plant Proof. He's the best. Mm. Um, And just keep, like, following, like, new doctors, like, plant-based doctors. And, like, um, there's just so many people you can learn from. And the more you learn, like, the deeper into it you get. And, like, there's no turning back totally and definitely learn like some good recipes um people a lot of people say like oh i can never go plant-based because like i don't know how to cook plant-based i don't know what what to make it's so simple like it doesn't always have to be some like extravagant instagram worthy creation it can be as simple as just like a bowl like bowls is, that's a good way to start just like have like a a base of either like a green like kale or whatever or you can do like a rice base or like quinoa base and then just like chop up a bunch like a rainbow of veggies put it in the bowl on top and then top it with like some yeah
1: good hummus or a good dressing
0: yeah yeah a dressing like some tofu or tempeh if you like that um quinoa um like literally whatever you want like you can put fruit in it and that's, like, it's very filling, it's a meal, it's beautiful, and it's delicious.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. Cool. Yes. What is something we haven't talked about that you might want to share? can be anything. Um,
0: <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Any
1: other hobbies, skills,
0: hobby, things you're skills. into? Um... I mean we talked about my running we talked about personal training modeling art That's, <laughs> that, like, that, that's like my whole that's life. life. yeah that's life. I mean right now I'm training for the Berlin marathon I don't know if I mentioned that that's okay. September 29th
1: September 29th yeah okay so nice.
0: I guess another one of my hobbies is traveling yeah I like to do at least one big trip a year um
1: what's your favorite favorite trip you've been on
0: probably last august i went to europe um so i went for one of my college roommates wedding in um in sicily Mm. Uh, but i i made a whole trip out of it i started in london because one of my other roommates was there for work so i stayed with her then i met up with some other roommates i lived with eight girls so there's a lot of us Mm -hmm. um I met up with another one in Barcelona. I didn't get the full experience of Barcelona. Everyone I tell who I went there, everyone who I tell I went there to, um, they're always like, oh, Barcelona is like so beautiful. Did you love it? And I'm like, well, I was not I was only there for like two days. I didn't get the full experience. Yeah. But I liked it while I was there. And then I went to Sicily uh, for the wedding. And it was just the most beautiful place, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. I was there for like two weeks, and it was awesome. That was fun. And then, so this next trip, I'm going, my whole family is going to Berlin. Like, it's me, my mom, my aunt, and my cousin, the four of us who run together. And then, like, my aunts, my, some of my other cousins, a bunch of friends. Like, we just keep, like, getting more and more people signed on to this trip, cool. like, in our cheer squad. And so it's going to be so much fun. And then we're staying for Oktoberfest after. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then I think we're going to go to Sweden, just me and my cousin and her boyfriend and whatever other friends want to come, um, because one of our friends lives there. So she's going to come to us on, and then we'll probably go back there with her. I've never been to Sweden. Um, and I hear that it's very vegan-friendly, and so is Berlin, so mm-hmm. I'm psyched yeah. about that. Cool. Yeah.
1: Where so. do you see yourself five years from now?
0: I, like, really don't have a plan. Like, I have no idea what to say when people ask me that. Yeah. Just because my life has taken such a crazy, like, 180 turn. And I had all these plans to be, like, this businesswoman, like, working my way up the ranks. And that just ended for me. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I want to keep going with personal training because I, I love helping people with their fitness goals and everything. Um And then modeling, I love modeling. So I would love to to make modeling like more full time. Um, I'd love to move somewhere else, like maybe not live in Boston my whole life. Move
1: somewhere warm. Yes, yes, (laughs) I cannot stay. Maybe come November.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, I've always wanted to move out to the West Coast. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't even mention I was in Hawaii, uh, like, a few months ago. Nice. I went for my dad's 60th birthday. Okay, what island were you on? Maui. Yeah. Him and my mom uh, went there for their honeymoon, and they hadn't been back since, so we went with, uh, it was the four of us, my parents, me and my brother. Um, So that was, like, also one of my favorite places I've ever been, and I would love to move out there for a year, so. We'll see. I have no idea. I'll go wherever opportunities lie and wherever the wind blows me.
1: <laughs> Very cool. Um I know you gotta be at your uh audition yeah. Yeah. by I don't know what time, but <laughs>
0: three
1: forty five three forty five. So we'll we'll get close to wrapping up here. Um what do you want to leave us with?
0: Um I mean people listening to your podcast are probably either interested in plant-based. Plant-curious, if you will. Plant-curious, yeah. yeah. Or they're already plant-based. So, I mean, all I can say is, like, I've never made a better decision in my entire life than to go plant-based. Like, it's helped every aspect of my life. Like, my my skin cleared up, like, my running improved drastically. Like, I'm stronger than I've ever been. Um, Like, I care so much about like I'm more compassionate about like everyone like all animals like people it's like made me so much more like calm and like confident and just like so much more secure with like who I am just because I'm like at peace with like every decision that I make every day whether it's like what I'm eating or like just my my entire mindset everything just came together and just like caring about the environment and the animals and my health it's just it's the best thing you can do for yourself and I know that it's not easy for everyone to do like there's a lot of pressure from people who aren't plant-based to you know stick with the status quo and um there's a lot of like social pressure that you're gonna experience when you first decide to make that jump but just know that you're doing the right thing and those people that are critical of you in the beginning are probably gonna end up doing it eventually too (laughs) and they're probably gonna come to you asking for help so just know that you're doing the right thing if you're just starting on this journey. Love
1: it. Yeah. Where can people follow you, reach out? Where's the best place to do um, that?
0: I'm most active on Instagram. So my name is just Caroline Cleary. It's kind of tough spelling, so maybe you can put it in the show notes Yeah, or I will. I will, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, everything on social media for me is just my name, Caroline Cleary. Um, but, yeah, Instagram I'm most active. I post a lot of, like, workout videos and um, some recipes and some cooking videos and some of my modeling photos so yeah Got cool me there.
1: cool well before we sign off i just want to salute you for the example you're being to people and the you know the the life you're leading and intentionally kind of following your your path and uh makes me happy to see thank you yeah so i'm glad we connected and, and thank you me too your <laughs> currency